Explain this to me in a metaphor where Garfield kicks Odie off the table. <laughs> uh, I don't think we can fit the geopolitical landscape into the cartoon Garfield. I don't believe oh, you. you're not trying hard enough. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you ready? Funny! Expensive! Wanna Whatever! Be happy! Hey everyone, welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where three 30-something share our collective psychosis about the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friend Sam. Professional cum goblin. And Jim. Super sticky sloppy goop challenge. Today we cover episode 29, <laughs> part two of Doug. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. Episode 29, part two's title is Doug's Pet Capades. I think this is the first episode that's not from Doug's perspective. Yeah, it is. Also, Pet Capades, that's not a joke. That's not even gesturing in the direction of a joke. What the fuck's a capade? It's like escapades. Well, it's it's like it's like ice capades. You remember that? Do you remember ice? Yeah, but that almost works because escapades is a word. Sure. Escapades. But I think it's like a term, like capades. I I googled the term capades, and it is a term that's used for like a show. Really? God, that sucks. I think it's just they they didn't want to just call it Doug's dog show. I think they wanted to come up with something that sounds a little Doug's different. Doug's dog shit. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But it's it's like Doug is, not Doug's, not Doug's it's possessive. Very, it's very unnerving to have a talent show in a world where the dog lives in an apartment and can read. Dude, like, okay. He has a richer so, inner life than Doug does. Yeah, so, okay, we need to start this one because, yeah, like Sam is saying, uh, this episode takes place more or less from Porkchop's perspective, right? Like, everything that happens, uh, we see through Porkchop's eyes, and Doug is almost like a side character. Uh, and the first scene begins in Porkchop's fucking apartment alone, right? He lives in a nicer apartment than I do. We joked about that at the beginning of the podcast. Like, when we He's saw that there was a bachelor plat- it's pad not thing a, on. It's not a joke. Yeah, like, we see the interior of it. Because he lives in an igloo, right? Like, he lives in, like, an igloo with a satellite dish. Yes. But the interior fucking rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like He's got, like, a fully appointed kitchen. He's got, He's got a television. Nice- He's got a he's television, got, he's got a nice recliner to lie down on, he's got a, like, he's sitting down with a brewski and a Subway sandwich that includes bones for, fuck you, he's a dog. He's, he's got, he's got track lighting and exposed brick walls, like, this place would sell for so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? It like, would be $3,000 a month in Los yes. Angeles. <laughs> In any city, this place is like what people want to live in. <laughs> this doghouse. Nineteen nineties were a different time. Sure were. <laughs> Dogs lived better than men, and men, well, men lived like dog. Kinda. Uh, yeah, his and his fridge. It's stocked with like eggs and like beer and like ice cream. These I are the three foods. And chocolate. Dude, I was desperately looking for chocolate bars in, the, in the, when he had the fridge open. I was like pixel scanning for chocolate bars. Also, in this one, Skeeter eats dog food. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not uh-huh. even, like, it's utterly inexplicable when it comes. But yeah, that's... I have an explanation. Oh, yeah. God. That one is, that. I think that's a very formative moment of this episode. Uh, but yeah, and oh, and he has, he has on his wall, he has photography that's very reminiscent of Doug's dad's photography because he has next to his house plant, he has a picture of a plant. Good. Cool. That was his old plant. plant Yeah, maybe, maybe it's like his memory I like to look at it and remember it. That might be what it is. It's like, it's Uh like people have pictures of their pets and that's Porkchop's pet. This is plant. It kind of rule if he if Porkchop had his own dog that just acted like a normal dog, right? <laughs> like a Pluto, if he had a uh, goofy situation, or if it was a super small dog that had a super small doghouse inside of Porkchop's doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just infinite <laughs> recursive dogs. Yeah. Man, this would be a good, even cooler place. How would they do Pork Chop in the uh, Gritty Dog reboot? Would he be like a Rottweiler? Just fucking murders everybody. <laughs> He's a dog that Doug thinks he has, but everybody else thinks that Doug is just nuts, except for it turns out that when Doug is seriously in danger, Pork Chop leaks out of the shadows and just fucking, I don't know, rips Willie's throat open. Or do you think, um, so you know how, okay, did Airbud talk? I think he's telling me he's telling that Airbud did talk, did he? I don't think, I never saw any of the movies, but I don't think he did. Airbud okay. spoke to the hearts of children everywhere. Well, sure, I think, certainly. I think but... his owner spoke on his behalf. Okay. When they saw him dunking, they went, holy <laughs> shit, that dog's <laughs> dribbling a basketball. <laughs> like the owner's in the bag, he like the ventriloquism. God, it must atone. <laughs> like, what was that? Oh, it was a uh, fucking oh shit! What I'm was the one where the right now. what was the one with the talking dogs like gone home, knocked on home, uh, homeward bound, fucking yeah, homeward bound. bound. That movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> but what? <laughs> homeward bound? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I'm familiar with the yes. movie. Why did that scare the shit out of you? The scene when the one dog sticks his nose in the porcupine lair and the porcupine hurts him and they have to take him to the hospital and he's like, I don't know if I'm gonna make it back and they're like, You're gonna make it back. And he's like, I don't know. It was so scary. You got poked in the nose, you fucking baby. Yeah, but they were so, they all loved each other. And it was going to be scary if you didn't make it back. Anyway. uh, Where I'm going with this is is those dogs talked, but no one could hear them except for the other dogs. And that's probably how they'd play Porkchop in this universe. Yeah, they can also communicate. The dog, two dogs communicated with the one cat. Yeah, right, and Porkchop can communicate with other animals. He can hiss at Sneaky. But then again, Porkchop can fucking answer the telephone in this Yeah, Porkchop can communicate with fucking everything. (laughs) Porkchop can tell Skeeter a joke, and Skeeter laughs at it. We need to circle back to that when that actually comes, because I've got some shit on that one. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So, we got way off track, but Porkchop is... Watching TV in his apartment, right? Uh, and he is watching a show. Like he's like flipping through the channels, uh, and he sees that he's watching. There's a like extreme sports looking dude who says, "Coming up next, super sticky sloppy goop challenge." Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. I'm really unhappy that they uh, installed those hidden cameras, but a show is a show. Yeah. <laughs> well, pork chop thinks it sucks. And he changes the channel, uh, and he sees Everybody's an advertisement. A these days, I it's know. probably a dig on Nickelodeon because every other Nickelodeon like episode had kids getting slimed. Right, it was all just like '90s gross-out humor. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, Porkchop is like, well, Nickelodeon sucks, and he changes the channel. Uh, damn, he's, he's right. Yeah, damn. Porkchop speaks for all of us. The man of the people. Uh, and he says, the, the, there's someone, there's an advertisement asking if you're a dog, cat, gerbil, or other household pet with, chal- or with talent. Uh, and there's like a poodle on a ball that looks like it's in hell, as uh, he's telling this. Yep. <laughs> so, more or less, uh, there's an advertisement for the Bluffington Pet Capades, where you may be named the best pet in town. Why? Because it's a pet talent show. Everybody Why are you wants holding to... it at the mall? Where else are you going to hold it? Literally uh, anywhere else. Pet smart. Wait, at the end, they sh- well, they do show where it's held. The sign-ups are just at the mall. They- it's held at the Performing Arts Center, right? So itself- why at the mall? The mall the central location? is utterly superfluous. Oh, you know what it probably is? It's probably sponsored by the pet store. And okay, it's like, okay. sign up in order to, and then the, you'd be like, oh, go in here to the pet store. You have to walk through the gift shop in order to sign up, right? It's probably all like right, that. All right, I'm with you so far. Yeah. Uh, well, so Porkchop is watching this. He's all alone. And then Porkchop has a fantasy, right? Like Porkchop has a Doug fantasy. Uh, in it, he fantasizes about getting an award, a rover from a dog, in front of an audience of other dogs that are wearing formal gear. This is a nightmare I've had several times. <laughs> <laughs> what? The, which part? Just a bunch of dogs in the audience staring at me. <laughs> Clapping for you. Right. 
<laughs> they all got red eyes <laughs> and as it would be in a nightmare zone all the dogs are wearing shirts but none of them are wearing pants all right yep. that's how it is in this universe <laughs> it's very good uh and then pork chop is like hell yeah this is what i want to do um this is basically exactly like doug with the talent show yes right? That like there was that Doug talent show. Yeah, this is another one in the series it. of we're doing a previous episode again. Right. Well, uh, we cut to the title card, and then we cut back to Porkchop is trying to wake up Doug. Uh, he's like shaking him awake, pulling his uh co- his cover off of his bed, and he's like showing him a flyer for the event. And Doug is just being an oblivious piece of shit for the whole fucking thing. Just like right. does not give a. Fuck about any of this. Yeah, this season has featured them leaning heavily into Doug being an asshole. It's like every episode, right? And like Doug doesn't even get like the last line of this episode proves that there is a moral here and Doug didn't get it. Uh huh. (laughs) Everything about this episode shows that Doug doesn't get it, right? Yeah. This is the first episode that has been explicitly centered beginning to end on Doug is a prick. Like and also uh, the, the character journey doesn't happen to Porkchop here. It happens to Doug, and even, even though then, it's from Porkchop's it perspectives, yeah, which is great because like it centers on Porkchop, right? Like they change the perspective in order to tell the story about the same character, right? It's, yeah, it's incredible. Uh, it's it's, but he's such a fucking prick. Um, oh yeah, there's an entire extended thing here where. Porkchop tries increasingly escalated things to get Doug to pay attention to him, and Doug, unsurprisingly, asking Doug to pay attention to anything outside himself is a waste of your time, but they just kind of keep on hammering on that for like a solid minute and a half, it's like, okay, can we move on now? There's, my favorite one is uh, Doug, like, in the kitchen, Doug is eating breakfast, and Porkchop is, like, he's, like, playing a bunch of instruments, like, on roller skates. He's, like, playing drums in front of Doug. But Doug is distracted, and the thing he's distracted by is he is reading the front of a cereal box. <laughs> That's just a picture. <laughs> like, like, it's not, like, okay, you know, like, cereal boxes on the back, they'll sometimes have, like, puzzles for kids to do right yes but doug is reading like the label that says corn pops or whatever he's just like staring tony the tiger dead in the eye yeah. like, Man, tony, I wish I had a cat. He's like, tony you won't give me this time <laughs> tony, <laughs> tony shut up <laughs> tony, he's just fantasizing about touching the tony the tiger's big muscles Muscle. Yes. <laughs> he's in the fantasy zone where Tony's telling him that he's his best friend and he loves him. Yeah, that's where he's zoned out here, is because he's actually in the fantasy zone. Yeah. Any of the Twitter drama surrounding Tony the Tiger? <laughs> I did not. No. This was a thing a couple of years back where that uh, doesn't sound great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the problem was that the uh, furry community would not stop being horny in Tony the Tiger's mentions. <laughs> and so there is the whole awkward cycle about, okay, so how should our PR team respond to Fucker 69 in our mention saying, Tony can raw dog me any day. Lean in, baby. <laughs> this That's being before cool brands had been developed, the general take was just ignore them. Giving them any attention is just going to make this work. Nowadays... I think you could probably get Tony the Tiger to do erotic RP with you on Twitter. Yeah, nowadays, they I'll just, do it. They just make Tony's profile picture him in a G string, like slapping his own ass. Sex sells, baby. Grabbing his own massive testicles, saying they're great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, leprechauns, leprechaun, do you want my frosted flakes? Shut <laughs> up. Oh, God. Oh, no. Well. <laughs> hey, so Cap Chocula, got something for you to suck on. So that's what Doug is doing in his head at this time, because he's totally spaced out staring at Tony's huge hog. 
<laughs> As do we all. I mean, yeah, we've all been there, folks. Uh, and Porkchop even, like, mows the word pet capades into the lawn with a lawnmower. Just ruining the lawn. The dog is mowing letters into the lawn. Nobody finds this weird. The most impressive part is that he puts spaces between the letters. Yes. So Porkchop, like, turns the lawn turns off and on. Yeah. <laughs> or lifts the blades or whatever. <laughs> like, if we're talking pet talent show, like, damn. This pet does my fucking chores for me. <laughs> this pet answers the telephone. <laughs> <laughs> You can say hello. Yeah. <laughs> Porkchop is a refugee from, like, a world that's, like, 80% more cartoony. Like, Porkchop yeah. is from, like, a Betty Boop-style world where the cartoon animals and people interact as equals. Except for Doug isn't from that universe, and so yeah. nobody else knows how to handle this. Doug's too much of a butthole. <gasps> Oh, man, yeah, he doesn't realize that his pet is a magic fucking wizard familiar. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Porkchop then dies on the lawn. Like, he, like, grabs his heart and falls over. Uh, but then Skeeter comes up, doesn't give a shit, and asks where Doug is. Um, he asks the dog a question. And the dog knows what he's saying. The dog, <laughs> com- you can comprehend language. <laughs> <laughs> like if we're talking pet talent show, just have a conversation. Have with write your dog. a book. Yeah, yeah. Have your dog do a fucking Andrew Dice Clay routine. See how that goes over. Have your dog MC the talent show. <laughs> right. Oh well. So basically, uh, Skeeter comes over, uh, and then him and Doug watch TV, uh, and they see the same ad. They see the same ad for the pet capades. Uh, and they just laugh about it. They say it sucks. Talks about how frou-frou and silly the whole thing is. How basically every PG euphemism for gay is deployed here. Can you imagine Porkchop in one of those those prissy poodle parades? Uh. <laughs> yip, 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 yip. Yeah, <laughs> all poofed up with a bow in his hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. More or less, because uh, Porkchop is like amped about it. He's like pointing to the TV, and they're like, "Haha, good one, dude!" But then they decide they're like, "Hey, let's go to the mall and check it out anyway." <laughs> they say, "Let's catch all the Just action." Go laugh at those losers. Unlike me, Doug Funny. That's what they're doing. They're like, yes. let's go laugh at anyone who's stupid enough to sign up. Trying is bad. You should just sit on the couch and then laugh at things, when laugh at people when they try stuff. I mean, that's been the moral of frequent Doug episodes. Yes. Trying is bad. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Um, well, so they're like, all right, but let's go and look at it at least. They go into the line for the pet capades. They get to the mall, Four Leaf Clover Mall, uh, and they get in the line for the pet capades. Uh, in line, there is a pig, a snake, a moose, a lobster, and a cat, and a bird. Okay. <laughs> uh, pr- probably do some pretty <laughs> impressive tricks if you have a pet moose. <laughs> aren't, aren't moose, like, insanely aggressive? Yes. They're not super <laughs> aggressive, but they are territorial, which is very much the same thing if you are wandering around and you didn't realize, oh, fuck, there's a moose. This moose is also holding a club, so I think it's just supposed to be Bullwinkle. Like, I think straight up there's Bullwinkles in the mall. Is there a, is there a squirrel? Uh, no. It, does he have a Rocky? No. I can't even get the fucking reference right. Fuck oh. off. <laughs> well, I think they, if they put it too obvious, they'd get sued. But, Rocky uh, died of complications from surgery in 1987. Bullwinkle really stepped, stepped on Rocky's head. Maybe Bullwinkle is registering Rocky for the talent show, and he's holding yeah, Rocky's he's cradling Rocky lovingly in his arms. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe other pets in this universe can speak like Porkchop can, and Doug just doesn't want to admit it because Bullwinkle is here. Well, we know we know Hamlet, the guinea pig, can't speak. That's true. Yeah. Well, he may have just not said anything to Doug just because fuck that guy. And he's as oh, dumb right. as a normal pet is because he doesn't respond to his name being called. Well, maybe he did, and he was running away. He had access to delicious all the delicious bean salad he could <laughs> want. Why would he speak when he could gorge himself on the sweet ambrosia of cafeteria right. oh. food? 
You know, maybe uh, when Patty said that she was doing, we're referring back to a previous episode where Patty had a guinea pig named Hamlet. Uh, she said that she was bringing it to school in order to show uh, Mr. Ogie about uh, how guinea pigs help the ozone layer. Maybe uh, Hamlet is a climate scientist uh, and can talk and is just like, he's the one giving the presentation. When you got tempted by bean salad <laughs> yes. we've all been there folks you got <laughs> bought off by mr in the bean salad <laughs> who here hasn't been distracted from doing their very important job by jumping in a bowl of bean jumping salad in a pool of food and just going oh, <laughs> oh. until a magic hat reaches in and snatches you up We've all been there, folks. Oh! <laughs> it's, it's a relatable moment. <laughs> it's the most relatable part of Doug. <laughs> I'd like to do that with a bowl of Jello, just a man-sized tub of Jello. Imagine just, just how in. disgusting you would feel in the aftermath. But you could I live wouldn't. your dreams. I'd eat my way out of it. Do it. Do it today. <laughs> You odd Jello. I don't have any Jello. Go to the store. I also don't have a man-sized container. Just go to okay. When winter comes and people start putting their wrapping their pools up for the winter, just sneak in there and pour a bunch of Jello dip in there. Just jump in. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Give myself chlorine poisoning. Yeah, you don't have to eat it. You can just lay yes, in. Yes, I do. Oh, you're right. <laughs> it's just, that's part of the majesty. It's the only way to that's get out. That's why it's so ecstatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just take a bunch of party drugs and jump in the jello pool. <laughs> party drugs such as jello. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, it's funny, like I bet you people have done that exact thing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's probably relatively it's entire, common. like classification of pornography that's just that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that where you got the idea? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's an original idea do not steal yes <laughs> okay okay cool <laughs> everything is fine normal and not pornographic Moving check on. out sam's other work on the patreon <laughs> oh man twenty dollars a month you can unlock my doodles <laughs> and my good ideas for inventions <laughs> patreon's been shut down folks um, <laughs> the location of jim fort has been lost to time yes yes uh okay so uh pork job is all amped up for the signups uh doug thinks that he is excited instead for dog bones new album uh fuck off it's the I'm a dog guy, right? I think so. It's got to be, right? It's got to be the guy who does the dog rap. Music for pets. Yeah. But he points at the he points at Raccoon Records. Uh and it's still like a picture. It's like a, a, a raccoon with a guitar. Is that Dog Bone? Like is that why like Dog or Doug was like, "Hey, it's Dog I don't Bone." Know. I have no idea. They don't even follow up on it either. It's just it's there. Yeah. This feels like it was it, a abortive bit left over from an earlier iteration of the story. Yeah, yeah. Why would Dogbone be a raccoon? That seems to... It's oh. like naming a guinea pig Hamlet. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it might just be the mascot for Raccoon Records, right? Yeah, yeah it's I possible that isn't Dogbone. but... Okay. I don't know. Well... So, yeah, they never come back to this. I think they're just like, hey, you must be excited for something that's not the pet capades. Yeah, there's no way you could be interested in a thing that I'm not interested in, right? The universe revolves around me. If only my dog could communicate with me in some way. (laughs) If only my dog could speak and comprehend language. Oh, well. Oh, well. Let's go talk to Bullwinkle. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Skeeter gets amped. That they are giving away free food or something, he says, at the uh, dog sign-up station. Uh, and then Skeeter goes and he eats several pieces of dog food. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, he just goes for it. So this, in this in this, this, this scene, yes. this literally happens. It's incredible. He eats the dog food turns green, walks away, and then Roger appears from the other side of the train. It's the only (laughs) possible explanation for what's going on here, because alternately, in the bizarre universe where we assume Skeeter isn't the same person as Roger, this does nothing. This accomplishes nothing. This is just, 
hey, one day Skeeter just walked up and ate a bunch of dog food. Yeah, Good. but this is like this is like triggering his like fight or flight reaction that like turns him into Roger, right? It's got to be like this is straight up like you know stage moves of like one character walks off stage one way and then his evil alternate self walks on the other way, right? Like this, yes. it's, this is like literal proof of <laughs> of our assumptions, right? That or the mental illness is actually like amping itself up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe we're making this up, but we all... The show is talking directly to us. You've already determined that. We do introduce the show every week with that we're sharing a collective psychosis. So if if y'all in the comments come back to us and are like, what the fuck scene are you talking about? Like, we watched this. (laughs) Right, it happened at least collectively between the three of us. It might not have happened for any other person. Like said, people on Earth, but it's happened in our brain. I feel so connected to you guys. (laughs) Everybody else in the world is like, man, Skeeter just like ate some pasta. Doug Doug isn't even actually a show for anybody else. What are you people even talking about? Doug died thirty years ago. (laughs) Nickelodeon hasn't been a network for forty years. Woo. Disney doesn't exist either. Ha ha jokes. <laughs> Somewhere in the distance, there's a soft, ha ha, good joke, fellas. And the sound of a gun being cocked. Right, you can hear the Black Hawk helicopters with the mouse and the mouse rotors start to ramp up. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure podcasting with you. Indeed. <laughs> Maybe we'll share this psychosis in the next life. Maybe Disney will buy us out. No, they won't. We know. They'll shut us up. <laughs> They'll buy our bodies and use them as a template to build uh, silly mascots, though. So that's something. Right. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Being the Smithsonian. Look, Disney hire us for the Gritty Dog reboot. You gotta. <laughs> God damn it. I want this so bad. <laughs> With that statement, that that's our cover letter right there. <laughs> God damn it. I want this so bad. Uh, PS1. Just like, do you have on. any idea where the... Do you have any idea where the show's going? We're just like, absolutely not. (laughs) Please refer to this 60 hours that we've recorded. (laughs) We're basically just going to do young Sheldon episodes all over again, except for we're going to... we're going to randomly refer to one of the characters in a young Sheldo episode as Doug. <laughs> no, no, no. What we do is they say, hey, do you have any, uh, you know, ideas for episode plots? And we just send them the Doug wiki. <laughs> and we go, we go, you've done it before. <laughs> what? Third time's the charm, they say. <laughs> Come on. It's not like anything's changed since 1991 in children's entertainment. Right. Let's just but just shove a tablet reference in there somewhere. People will love it. <laughs> oh god. Alright. <laughs> Pork Chop picks up the brand new device for dog, the eye bone. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, that's actually gonna uh, be in there. Oh, you gave it a name. It. You allowed that evil to be brought into the world. Hey. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Dink died of totally treatable pancreatic cancer because he tried treating it with very expensive fruit juice. Yeah, he's uh, he's one of those libertarians that it, that's in the colloidal silver, so that's why his skin's that color. <laughs> right. He's bought the rights to several subreddits. Tippy has long since divorced him and is now, like, I don't know, lieutenant governor of the state of Virginia. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, Bob White uh, is a lobbyist. (laughs) Bob White has a position in the Trump administration. (laughs) Probably. Oh man, alright, well, so... Our theory proven, uh, Skeeter transforms into Roger. uh, And then Roger comes up and he's like, Hey, we're gonna win this competition. We're gonna win in the Peckapades. And Doug's like, that's stupid. Uh, we that why would you do that? And Roger's like, ha ha, we beat you anyway. At one point, like they go back and forth over their insults, and my favorite one is like when Doug pauses for a while, and then he's like, oh yeah, well pork chop would, would beat Stinky. <laughs> I imagine that's like, literally he's just gonna beat her up. <laughs> that, hey, my dog could murder your cat, right? 
Thanks. They, they do. One thing that's important in the exchange, though, is that they do call Stinky her. So in the timeline, this takes place after the Stinky gets pregnant episode, right? Yes. Like that's we what have we, found an, we have one of the events in Doug is the kittens being born, even though like the kittens never, uh, you know, show up ever again. <laughs> right, right. So maybe okay, we had talked about in that episode about how maybe that whole thing didn't happen. Maybe they went to the vet, but then the it didn't wasn't actually the case that Stinky had kittens. Maybe Stinky just had like a stomachache because they found out that Stinky was a girl through the vet, right? Yeah. So this is referred to here. So maybe the thing that didn't happen was just the kittens themselves. Yeah, Stinky just like took a shit. They're like, oh boy, it's kittens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we brought in the dog, a li- we brought her in a little sooner. It would have been too late. <laughs> yeah, she would have shit outside. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's gotta be it. Okay. Um, yes, sir. Well, Doug then proceeds to make it all about him and asks Porkchop. How about a cow? Will you do this pet capades for me? For me. For me. Uh, even though Porkchop is like clearly amped. He's, like, doing cartwheels. He's, like, kissing Doug on the hands. Uh, but if for- only my dog could communicate with me. <laughs> if, only, if only my dog could understand when I ask him to do a thing and then sign a form. <laughs> Which he does. <laughs> um, and speaking of that, speaking of if only my dog had talent, Doug is basically thinking... Uh, we go back to Doug's room for the brainstorming session, uh, where Doug is like, we need something big for the talent portion. And Skeeter is like, well, does Porkchop know any tricks? I don't know. <laughs> Let's think of anything Porkchop has done in the last however many fucking episodes that was something out of the normal for a dog. He, he wrote in English with a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> He reads the newspaper. He knows how to operate the hose. He is capable of answering the goddamn phone. He, he wears reading glasses and can roller skate. He knows how to animate a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, he can draw. He can draw a picture of himself. <laughs> no, not even a picture of himself. He can draw a stylized version of himself as a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> the dog can have creative thoughts. The dog is more competent than you in literally every oh. respect, Doug. It's incredible. Um, and showing this, Porkchub comes out. He does a fucking card trick. <laughs> And a pretty impressive one, too. Yeah. Doug's like, eh, toilet. <laughs> That's what he says. He goes, it's been done. Bam. <laughs> just throws it in the garbage. Uh, and Porkchop fucking juggles and rides a unicycle. <laughs> like, it's like, no. Nah, that sucks. <laughs> <It's just> I'm <laughs> bored. You're boring me. <laughs> And then Doug has a fantasy about what he imagines Roger and Stinky will do. He imagines that Roger is playing guitar while Stinky does a flamenco dance, right? Like with maracas and everything. Uh, and Roger's just like playing uh, like flamenco guitar. But if you guys recall, Porkchop can do this too. Yes. <laughs> Porkchop. Yes did this in the dentist episode in with Mr. Dink's dentures. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, exactly the same thing. The thing that Doug is like so worried that Roger's going to blow him out of the water with, Porkchop can do. Yes. <laughs> also, okay. like, the part where Porkchop does a puppet show in the aftermath is a more explicit call out that they usually do to yes in fact we have done this episode before this is the talent show episode again yeah yeah right after this pork chop pulls out and this was the same dog puppet that he used at the end of that ventriloquism episode you remember how like in the yes. exit stinger he like used yes. the same dog yeah mm-hmm. he talks he, he throws his voice and you know what's crazy about that 
God so damn. Two things that are fucking wild about that. One, like we discussed this back in that episode too. Porkchop is a better ventriloquist than Doug is, right? Because yes. like Doug moves his lips when he does ventriloquism and Porkchop does not, right? <laughs> um, and two, number this, okay, before we started recording, I was like, okay, I've got a weird thing about the ventriloquism bit that you guys the are term probably going to be like. Bar, Mike, please. You oh. guys are. <laughs> Right, you guys are, but I was like, you guys are probably going to think I'm fucking insane for this, more so than usual. But, so I recognized when Porkchop told his joke, his ventriloquism joke, this is the exact same joke that he told in the ventriloquism episode. I I recognized, I recognized the dog speech. I recognized the way that he sounded. I was like, Porkchop is saying the same thing. They're just reusing the asset. I think they are. So fucking good. Who's there? Who? 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 <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if Doug Bray has impacted you, congratulations. You may be entitled to compensation. It's the same joke. Compensation is you have to watch the Big Bong Theory. <laughs> there is no escape from this hell. Guys, it's the same joke. It's been the same joke since like the third episode, Mike. Pork chop grows out to be Jeff Dunham. (laughs) (laughs) And then he can do ventriloquism and tells the same joke over and over again. And is extremely racist. racist. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. God. Just saying, (laughs) the number of times you see a non-racist person hose down a pregnant woman nearby, (laughs) low. Lives in a fancy apartment. <laughs> I was laughing. Like, I didn't recognize that joke like you did, Mike, but I was laughing about him just like saying a bunch of slurs as the joke. Oh, God. Well, it's a knock knock joke because Skeeter's right. on the other <laughs> end of it. Knock knock. Who's there? Extremely no, censored. Don't. Don't. Do- Doug's like, Porcha, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that's why poor Jim, Doug is rightly so being like, nah, man, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> was a Nick show, dude. <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing that at the talent show, bro. <laughs> you, got, you must be able to do something else. Do you have any humor that doesn't relate to ethnic tension, Sportchop? Oh, any at all? Well... I know your puppet uh, is purple. That doesn't mean you can make those jokes about purple people. Oh, God. <laughs> well, uh, Doug says it sucks, even though for him it was the perfect idea of talent, right? Like, Doug's Doug's immediate idea of talent for himself was the ventriloquism, but for Porkchop, it's like, nah, fuck that. Um, and he says that we need something dramatic, which is your cue for Judy to join the episode. Yeah, Judy just fucking materializes because the word dramatic was said. Right. Um, and she says that what they need is music. Um, and Doug says an amazing phrase here. Doug says, Music, yes, mu- Well, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. Oh, man. It's like, he knows what music... He plays a musician, he plays a banjo. Yes. Right? But, I mean, there are only, like, four or five songs in this universe, so... I, I guess, but, We like, hear one of them as part of uh, Porkchop's eventual talent show. Yes. <laughs> he, dan- right. he dances to one of the four songs. Yeah. Right. The final talent... What, what do we get there? It's going to be a hell of a thing, but just because... There's nothing there. There's like they very much built up this entire idea, and they didn't have any idea where they were going to go with it. This really just the whole thing stinks. Of we built up this premise, and then uh, 
But they had a weird, they had a place to go with it, and they fucked it up. They had such a place to go with it. What I found amazing is uh, Doug believing that his uh, slacker bully was going to come up with something good. (laughs) In fairness, the slacker bully did come up with something good. And in fairness, he he would he fucking rocked the talent show for himself, right? Remember when Roger was in the talent show and he had a whole band and it was like a fucking good grunge band? Yeah. Yes. So like, I, if if Roger's gonna do something, like he, well, he doesn't I, come up with anything for his pet, is what I'm getting. At. Oh yeah, sure. Everyone hates it. Sure, but uh, maybe Stinky, maybe he's planning on having Stinky eat an ocarina again and play music. Also, I would like to pause to note, Judy has the excellent line. You need high-energy action. Something that will make them tap their hairy feet, drop their slobbering jaws, and wag their repulsive little tails. Good line. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and, and then Doug follows up with... He, he follows is Doug has, like, incredible reactions to all of this. Uh, Doug goes, like a song. And Judy goes, not just a song, a musical extravaganza. And Doug goes, yeah, a song. (laughs) (laughs) Little brother, am I getting through to you at all? It's so good. It's just like, at first he goes, I think the whole time it's just been Doug trying to figure out what music is again. Because he started out with like, wait, music, what do you mean? And he goes, oh, a song. And she's like, a musical extravaganza. He's like, yeah, a song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just nodding. He goes into the fantasy zone between saying, yeah, a song. <laughs> yeah. Just like staring blankly at the wall for like 14 seconds. Yeah, well, he's, well, he's like in his mind palace. He's trying to yeah. assemble what music means. <laughs> he just sees the beats, but he can't quite make out any sounds they're doing. Right. Exactly. Oh, man. Well, uh, Porkchop, and and the whole time, like, Porkchop is, like, flexing a bunch <laughs> this whole time. It's, like, super buff. If only we had the return of buff Porkchop. Oh, episode. God, if only. Um, and Judy tells Doug that, um, that, that, well, Doug is basically like, hey, I will direct this. Like, uh, I'll be the director for this talent show with Porkchop's talent and, uh, Judy gives her beret to Doug and gives him a hug. As soon as you put on the beret, you become a bad guy in the Doug universe. Yeah. Like you like when Doug was wearing Judy's clothes and rolling around on the ground. Yeah. He's <laughs> a bad guy there. The uh, brain burrows like tendrils right into his brain. Right. Oh, man. Well, Doug decides that the very... He's like, first things first... We need to have tryouts for backup dancers. And then he proceeds to not have tryouts. <laughs> uh-huh. He just brings Skeeter, and for whatever reason, Larry's in on this. Larry, in my notes, I have the sentence, who is this large pink man? <laughs> yeah, that, this is the most baffling part of this whole episode to me. Yeah, why yeah. doesn't Doug do what Larry's doing? That's because he's the director. He can't get in on this. He's the director. He's okay. why do he's you no need longer... a director for any of this? To have an excuse to have Doug be in a position of power, therefore being an asshole. Like, like this part feels is. like it might be an attempt to talk about how Jim Jenkins is being a shit. Except for I don't think Jim Jenkins would have signed off on that. This is all extremely odd. Well, but maybe this is another thing of them, like, hiding it, like, you know, because they're like, no, 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 he's just being a, you know, you know how you don't like those artsy people, like, you always talk shit on the artsy people, Doug's just being an artsy person, not you, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Um, But, so, uh, for reference, Larry is the guy, he's that, like, pink short guy who's been, like, the school newspaper guy before. He wasn't pink before now, was he? Well, so, that's the thing, he's changed over time. He started pink, or he started like green. Smithers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was he was green at first, but now he's pink because he was also in the Doug Rocks episode. He was in the episode where Doug threw the rock, but in that episode he was named Rusty. Um, so he's, that's his twin brother. It's possible. 
Or maybe this is another, like, crazy uh, guy who, like, has multiple identities, like those guys who do all the, sh- the the odd jobs in town, right? Maybe this guy's also, like, an agent for somebody because he changes identity. He changes his look all the time. Uh, and then he just fucking shows up when Doug is like, I need somebody, right? Like, yeah. This guy might be an agent. Who knows? He's a giant pink specter that haunts my nightmares. <laughs> He's just baffling. Like, the fact that he gets included in this just, it just screams of, I guess we needed an extra person for this for some fucking reason, and we didn't want to use Doug. So just, fuck it. This character we've never interacted with, we don't even get his name yet. And he's just called in suddenly. Doug has a bonus friend. Yeah, why didn't they use, like, Connie or, like, BB or somebody? Because it would have involved interacting with a woman as if they were a human being with emotions and uh, motivations. And I guess they didn't want to show Doug bossing them around uh, and, like, being a prick. Rick hasn't stopped general. them before now. That, that <laughs> would be problematic. Right. Well, they could have, what, if, what about Chalky? I guess Chalky would have beat him up. <laughs> 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 um, but basically, in this... Um, they're, Doug is teaching them to tap dance, which is a thing that Doug apparently knows how to do. Um, and he keeps like saying like he keeps saying the phrase no no no, and then showing them how to tap dance. Yeah, right? he knows how to tap dance. Why isn't he just doing it? Because he because he's got to direct them. He's got to spread his art to the world. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> he also fucking ripped his sleeves off. Notice <laughs> that he's got Not torn sure ass sleeves. That was just an inexplicable choice. <laughs> it's just because he's buff Doug now. <laughs> I can rip his sleeves off to go to art gym. <laughs> and and they're dancing to the fucking like Anchors Away song. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. All right, whatever. <laughs> He has them dancing literally all night, right? And then, like, the, they're supposed to be doing a song, right? They're just dancing to, like, generic tap music. I think they're just dancing. I don't think they're singing anything. Which, yeah, yeah I no, guess, like... Because yeah. they were going to do music, and they're just dancing. Like, they're just tapping. They're doing tap dance, which is... That's I don't a, think that's what Judy had in mind. <laughs> that's a really good point. Because, like, when he was, like, a song. Yeah, a song. Like... Yeah, they're not. Maybe he thinks that's dance. A song, yeah, a song. (laughs) And the song is like, did you pick up what the song was they're doing this to? Yeah, it's the Anchors Away song. (laughs) Yeah, it's a fucking show tune. Like Uh this is a like musical that was maybe relevant in fifties, sixties at the latest. Like yeah, yeah, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna knock their socks off. We're gonna do a tune that Jim Jenkins's parents thought was good. Yeah, yeah, it's like, um, I don't, maybe, maybe Doug wants to do, like, Navy propaganda. <laughs> like, isn't this the song that they use in a lot of, like, Navy thing? Like, not modern Navy, which is all, like, you know, dubstep Call of Duty shit, but, like... You know, um, that's all, it's all just, uh, Marvel movies. Right, 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 yeah, that kind of thing, oh right? God, Anchors Away, they made an Anchors Away movie in 1945, good God. Yeah, so it's, I mean, that's what all the cultural references in this this yeah, show are from, yeah, like, the 50s, yeah. you know? Like, that's what it is. Um, but, so, Doug makes them dance literally all night. Like, they're, like it goes from darkness to morning, um, and it shows that Doug is focused only on beating Roger and doesn't care about Porkchop beating Stinky. Like, they talk about this a bunch. And then we have another fantasy of pork chops it's the same fantasy it's the same like award ceremony but in this doug steps in to steal the trophy at this point we've established that this episode has gone off the rails because this started off as well pork chop really wanted to do this and now well now the problem is that doug has gone from not into this but too into it for the wrong reasons and yeah, I don't think that's I don't think that's off the rails at all. I think that's like actually they're doing what they want to do with it, right? The problem is that going from Doug having no involvement to being too involved in the wrong way kind of muddles the message. Like this started like the whole core of it is still Doug is being a self-centered prick, but there's not a point where Doug stops being a self-centered prick. Yeah, oh certainly not. I mean, that's the point. 
Like the point, the point is Doug's always been a self-centered prick, right? And he does um, like, and the moral such as it is, well, we'll get there and we get there. Yeah. Um, but something, something that's also interesting about this fantasy, I think is that this would be a normal, actual Doug fantasy, right? Like this is shown as like a, a corrupted pork chop fantasy of like, um, you know, pork chop is like, Oh, how dare he take my trophy? But this would be a fantasy that Doug would have about receiving his just rewards, right? Mm-hmm. Like this was like, remember the fantasy of Judy accepting a trophy and then handing it to Doug because she couldn't have done the show without him, right? Mm-hmm. You remember that one? Yeah. This, yeah. Like this is a straight up Doug fantasy. Yep. <laughs> Poor Chop's nightmare is that we return to Doug as normal. Basically. Okay. So out of this, we skip to the talent show itself. Um, Mr. Bone is the first act, uh, and he is yodeling while his pet goldfish jumps out of the bowl and honks a bunch of horns. I was just laughing about, like, Bone, like, killing several fish trying to perfect this act. <laughs> right? <laughs> because they're just like, and they, no, does it show the fish getting back in the bowl? It does. Oh, okay, okay. The fish eventually takes a bow. <laughs> Damn it. All right, because I was thinking if it just showed him, because he never, like, just goes one direction and then just falls off on the stage. And it's just gasping on the floor. <laughs> While Bone bows, <laughs> throws the fish into the audience. And s- <laughs> one of the cats in the talent show just runs up and eats it. <laughs> And then, then honks the horn a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Just like map, 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 map. Also, this talent show structure is just extremely fucking dumb. Like, yes, the human will demonstrate the human's talents, and then, well, the animal will just sort of be there and do something stupid. Right. I mean, well, that's what everyone's act is. Like everyone's act uh is effectively that is like it's mostly a human talent show with like a pet there i guess <laughs> yep <laughs> um yeah because i mean because the, the, the fish only honks the horn like at the very end of the song like it's mostly it's not even like they're doing it together it's like bone yodels then bonk bonk does yeah <laughs> Then up next is Roger, because Doug is like, that shit's lame, Um, and now it's time for Roger. Roger plays a guitar solo with a bunch of lights and pyrotechnics, and then Stinky shrugs, burps, and everyone boos. More or less our reaction to most Doug episodes. Yeah, like, I guess Roger demonstrated a whole bunch of talent and his cat burped and was willing to wear a costume. I mean, if you get a cat to burp on command, that's pretty impressive, I won't lie. And to wear a costume, honestly. Yes. They're not usually big on tricks, which is a, a weird thing for a talent show. And to, like, sit in one place and not move for a while. Right. It's pretty good cat talent. Yeah, yeah. Roger has demonstrated a incredible amount of talent here, but uh, especially especially cares? while a bunch of lights are flashing and loud noises are happening, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like this is cat talent. Just all the dogs in the audience go feral immediately. Basically, so uh, then Doug is like, "Now all we have to do is go out, do our act, and I've got this thing won." And like, here's the here's the weird thing, right? So Roger did this musical act with Stinky. Mr. Bone did this musical act with this fish. These are all the same thing that Doug is doing, right? It's just the song is different, right? Yes. Like everybody's demonstrating the same quote unquote talent here. Yes. Again, we're using assets. <laughs> yeah. We're using assets such as writing and plot. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Porkchop is like... Uh, you know, Porkchop decides that he's like, I don't want to do this anymore um, because it's all about Doug. And Doug is like, and Skeeter's agreeing um, that Doug's being a butthole. 
and that he doesn't he just wants to do it for him and not for pork chop even though it's about pork chop right pork chop this whole time i've been working my butt off and for who for myself but you're right pork chop this was your show and i took it away i'm sorry pal so pork chop just like pulls out sheet music that he has like he has he has straight up like musical sheet music (laughs) for a song that's been out for like <laughs> they just do the fucking I'm a dog song. Yeah. Yeah. And the also only all that shit. They just reuse a song. They reuse a song <laughs> and also the talent show proceeds to be Doug's Pets talent show is Skeeter and the player yet to be named. Larry. <laughs> he doesn't have a name yet. I refuse to accept the cowards, the Doug Wiki's uh, statement until such time as they reinstate my account. But uh, they proceed to, they sing the song and do an entire weird dance routine while Porkchop is just kind of sitting there. Yeah, like, Porkchop does like, like a... snaps his fingers. Yeah. He <laughs> looks like Poochie, to be honest. Yeah. From The Simpsons. <laughs> And now, Porkchop and the Doggettes! I'm a dog, you're a dog. Everybody do the dog, but you gotta do the dog all day long. Doberman, Pinscher, Beagle, Chickenese, Corgi, Collie, Bulldog, Great Pyrenees! And in this, they also have, like, totally different costumes now, like... They've they've assembled dog costumes. Like Skeeter Skeeter and Larry just have collars, I guess. They have them. <laughs> uh, they also don't show if Doug and Porkchop won the talent show or not. Uh-huh. <laughs> it just ends on them dancing. I think that's intentional because they probably didn't win the show. <laughs> it's like this sucks, dude. Yeah. And and also This is like, just your fetish. <laughs> And also, like, okay, so Doug's whole thing, like, Porkchop had a bunch of talent ideas, right? And none of them were this. All of them were, like, he had the card trick, he had the playing music himself, he had the ventriloquism, he had language, (laughs) right? Like, he had all these ideas for talent. None of them were dancing and singing to an established song. That was a Doug idea. So I think in this, Porkchop is going... I will do your idea. I just want to do a different song. So it's kind of fucked up that he's still acquiescing to Doug's ideas, right? Also, like, every one of his other ideas involved him actually doing something. This was, Uh okay, I gave up on actually ever getting anything done. I'll let your friends sing and dance for me while I just sort of sit there and watch. Yeah. It's like... It's they they totally fill both Doug and the rest of the talent show's weird format of like people do a music number and the dog is there. And if you thought that like Doug maybe learned something from this, the last line is I bet Porkchop is glad I made him do this. <laughs> yeah. So if the, if the moral is listen to your friends and your pet, I guess you didn't get it. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, cuz he's sorry. He said that uh like Porkchop, he said, as for me, I learned that if you're going to do something for somebody, you should remember to do it for them and not for yourself. But then, like you say, he immediately makes it about himself. Yep. Right? (laughs) (laughs) That's dog encapsulated. Like, literally the next line. Oh man! <sighs> well, you're a dog, you're a dog. Everybody, Everybody do, do the, the dog. dog. Everybody I, do the dog. I assume they don't show who won the talent competition because who probably won was Bullwinkle doing a stand-up comedy routine. <laughs> <laughs> you're the only person here who has any animal demonstrating talent. <laughs> Bullwinkle. <laughs> Bullwinkle pulls a Michael Kramer. <laughs> What's that dude's name? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> and, and and wins because it's the nineties. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh man. Well, that's it, everyone. Oh, so so you think the moral is to do their intended moral is to like don't make things about yourself. But what do you think their actual, like, accomplished moral is?
holy shit, this dog can talk. (laughs) (laughs) If your dog can talk, that's your talent. (laughs) Moral is pet shows are stupid, question mark? Oh, man, maybe. Unless you can make your rival feel funny. (laughs) Doug funny. (laughs) I think the moral is that uh, Skeeter ate dog food and got to get out of the rest of this episode, so good on him. Well, the moral is that we are definitely right that Skeeter and Roger are the same person. Yes. And that dog food allows him to force the transformation. Right, yes. Or any sort of feeling of disgust turns him into Roger. Right, it's a fight fight or flight thing. Oh, all right. Well, let's call this one here, guys. (laughs) Thanks for joining us, everyone, on another episode of The Funny Papers. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.